We've got all the racing news and people from around Victoria, racing's greatest state. Welcome along to Coleraine, Bendigo, Ballarat, Waterball, Bet365, Geelong. And good morning, everybody, from Swan Hill. Welcome to the South Turf Club. Already. Ah! Off they go. For Country Racing Victoria, this is the Country Racing Show. Where we belong, country racing strong, it's got it all. 24 to 12, Nikita Ross joining me from Country Racing. How are you, Nikita? Good morning, Sean. Going very well, thank you. Yourself? Good. We've got uh, a... a, uh a more mild weekend this weekend than uh, what we've had uh, to head off to the races and there's some beaut meetings around. There really is and perfect conditions really uh, especially for Great Western. They've mm. had a, a run over the past few years obviously uh, they had the fire which I'm sure most listeners yeah. will recall last year and then before that they've um, had heat um, really hot days so the meeting's actually been brought forward um, as we saw at, at Flemington and Kilmore on the, the weekend just gone so they've had a, an interrupted few years Great Western but um, I had a look this morning and a, a lovely 28 degrees predicted oh, there so that's going to be superb. That is absolutely perfect for it you couldn't ask for any better and as always those meetings this time of year they really focus on the families don't they? They do and of course that links into the Country Racing Victoria promotion that's happening mm-hmm. at the moment uh, and the the summer giveaway with all the kids' merchandise packs, which will uh, again be at Camperdown and um, on Saturday, and then also Great Western Sunday as well as Yay for their cup meeting. So um, it's really a fantastic opportunity for families to get along, and it becomes an affordable day when the kids can be mm. entertained all day. You can watch the races and free kids' entry as well. So it's uh, there's no reason why people can't get out to a meeting. Now I see a big billboard often at the corner of Victoria Street and Punt Road highlighting country racing and and the giveaway. What's in the bags? Because they look look like they're fantastic for the kids. They are. I'm trying to um, do a deal with one of my nieces to uh, to get the stopwatch <laughs> out of it because I'm hitting a new one. But, um, so there's a, a football, a netball, a stopwatch, some training cones, um, a sports towel, a drink Gee, bottle, um, and a, a $20 sports power discount voucher as well. So, um, yeah, it's a fantastic prize pack and um, <laughs> oh, a pump as well. So you can pump the balls up straight away. So um, You know the best thing about that? There's no rubbish in there. That's exactly right. There's yep. no rubbish. There's none of that stuff that rhymes yep. with tap. And everything there is designed to keep kids fit and healthy. Exactly. No, Get them out playing and have exactly. in sport. Something for everyone and, um, yeah, plenty to keep them busy there, as well as the backpack itself, which then can, can double up can as a, a school bag. So, um, yeah, no, they're, they're terrific value, especially when you're getting them for, for nothing, um, along with the Kelly Sports that are at all the summer events as well. So the meetings where families go this weekend, where kids can get a bag? Yep, so there's uh, the Yay Cup, yep. there's also uh, Camperdown on Saturday, and there's Great Western on Sunday, of course. So a list of them, all the summer events are on the Country yep. Racing website. So if you just click on there, click on uh, the summer uh, summer link there, and it's got a list mm. of all the events where you can get free kids' entry, Kelly Sports and the backpacks. I am absolutely wrapped there because most times you get those – Bags, sample bags, whatever you want to call them. And 90% of what's inside is landfill. Yeah. <laughs> and it yep. goes when you think, this is just rubbish. They, that's brilliant. Yep, no, it's, uh, they've gone gone really well. And it's always great to see kids yeah. you know, at, at the races enjoying themselves as well and families. Better than a Bertie Beetle show bag, I would dare say. <laughs> I was never the – yeah, I never went for the Bertie Beetle ones. No, I, again, oh, cheapest, probably, probably junk. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, never a Bertie Beetle fan. But um, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> now, how many more meetings will these bags be at? Because I know families listening now and say, hey, this is a great idea. We'll head along. How long does this promotion go for? Yeah, so it goes um, through until the end of um, summer. So it's actually um, the uh, – 
Australia Day long weekend is the last uh, last opportunity. So um, they're all there. The uh, the lists of dates and uh, and Hanging Rock, of course, um, that's going to be a terrific meeting next Thursday. That's so, right, Australia Day. Yeah, absolutely. So they'll be there as well. But um, yeah, running up until the the long week Australia Day long weekend next weekend. Fantastic. Now Australia Day is one of the biggest days around too for the country races as well. Yeah, it is. I, I can't wait to head up to, to Hanging Rock. I've mm. heard wonderful things. Obviously, they race their New Year's Day. Um, and uh, so I'm told it's one of the You've most... never been there to no, the Rock? I haven't, no. But yeah, next oh, Thursday, I'll be ticking that one off because um, picturesque, they tell me, as long as the yeah. kangaroos stay away. Um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I have heard they've, they've the got, some, got some kids that they uh, enlist the help of so they can, uh, can try and keep them away. But uh, no, that'll be fantastic, Cosy. I was lucky. I called it Hanging Rock many years ago, and that was a real thrill. And another time, um, went to Swift's Creek, I reckon it was, for the picnics and called up there. Yes. And that was a yep. great day. I, I honestly love those meetings because uh, they're a great day out. Yep. The people are just absolutely fantastic. They are the salt of the earth, and uh, you just enjoy it. And I've got to say, the catering <laughs> is far better than after the Metropolitan Tracks because it's uh, the local Lions Club or someone doing the, you know, the singers, the whole, yep. just absolutely superb. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's a great day out. Now, Andrew Bobbin is going to be a busy man because you were chatting to him and he's, he's all over the place, Nikita. He is. He's got runners left, right and centre this weekend and uh, Andrew joins us now, I believe, to talk through a few of those, including a, a race that I'm sure he would love to win at, at Great Western. Andrew, thanks for your time today. You there, Andrew? Yeah, I've got you. Have you got me? Yeah, we've got, me? we've got you now. Nikita's here, mate. We've got you now. Thank you for having me on. Andrew, uh, Great Western, your neck of the woods there this Sunday and uh, just having a look, it still waits out. I don't think we've got the final acceptances, but uh, you've got a host of runners nominated. Uh, have you ever taken out a, a Great Western Cup before? I did have a look through the past few years and um, and couldn't see one. So, Great Western, yeah, just around the corner. Ooh. We might have to get you to stand on one leg and wet your finger and stick it in the air, Andrew. We're losing you there. All right. You got me. Yeah, tell you what. Hang up and we'll ring you straight back. We might get a better line. So we'll dial him straight back there and to get hold of Decent noms for Great Western. Absolutely, yeah, no, terrific noms and uh, been refreshing. But obviously being on the Sunday, we haven't got those quite through yet. But the Camperdown fields uh, have have dropped and um, that, uh, once again, will be a, a terrific day as well at Camperdown. Mm. Have you been down there? Have you called there? I, no, I went there one Australia Day and for many years I was an Australia Day ambassador and you go to all different places and I put my hand up and said, I'll go to the, wherever you want the furthest extremes because I grew up in the country in Queensland at a one-horse town called uh, Karenga North. It was so tiny, there was no Karenga southeast or west, I'll give you the tip. <laughs> and you missed out on everything. So I said, when they asked me to do it, I said, I'll go anywhere. And I'd often do three in a day. And I went to camp down one year and uh, fit where I went after that, two others, but great day. Yeah, and I've got a, a fantastic history. Um, Karen from the club sent through some, some notes earlier in the week, which I've posted a, a story up on the Country Racing website. And, um, yeah, really proud of their history. So uh, a great club there. All right. Now we're going to go to Andrew Bob. We're shepherding on the way as well. You there, Andrew? Yeah, take two. How are you, mate? Uh, we got you now. Here's Nikita. Have you – sorry, I'll, I'll keep my question short now, Andrew. Have you won the, the Great Western Cup or is that one that you've been chasing? No, we've been training for two years and uh, we had a runner there that first time around. And then last year we were there at Great Western and had a dollar thirty pop in the barriers ready to, ready to race. And, of course, all the cars exploded up on the hill with the fire and, and the races were abandoned. So um, 
we missed out that day. Uh, we're focused very heavily on the meeting this year because, of course, it's just around the corner, a bit of a home game for us. Unfortunately, I'll be personally at King Island for all the festivities there this weekend, but uh, it looks like we're going to have eight runners there this weekend. A couple of interesting ones. Uh, a runner in the Cup, Rudimental. He is a horse that had some good European form, but he just hasn't performed at all here in Australia. Now, we bought him for three grand off English Digital, and um, he's kicking off at 1950. Just needs a run, but if he could recapture his Europe, European form, he'd be right in it. Hey, Andrew, it'll be a bit of a shock. He's been to Deauville and St. Cloud in France, going to Great Western. Yeah, that's right. There's definitely a, a different sort of atmosphere, but he's, he's been working fairly well, and uh, hopefully we can find a win for him somewhere. Got a, a horse, Sonali, who's a last start winner. He'll go around in the 1200 metre race. If he draws well, he's going to be pretty hard to beat. And I think a mare, Frosty Lass, uh, who George Osborne formerly trained before he uh, pulled stump on stumps on his training career, uh, he, he sent her our way, and, and she also has been uh, working very well. So she'll be first up in the four-year-old uh, the four and up maiden over 1,200. The problem with us. Andrew, just out of interest, that horse rudimental, like his, um, his form wasn't flash, obviously. You, you picked him up for three grand online, and he's got a bit of age on him. To turn a horse around like that and get him interested in racing keen again, do you keep him away from the track a fair bit, or what do you do? Certainly do. He, he lives out in the yard. He's got a mate either side. After the first six weeks or so, he actually was in with a mate, and he does all his work here at the farm. We've got the sand dune that uh, we can get stuck him in, into him there. Um, has had a couple of jump outs, uh, and that, that's the only uh, grass-style work that he ha- has yeah. done. So... Uh, very much experimenting. Of course, he knows how to be a racehorse. He knows how to run around in circles and follow a rail. So uh, that's sort of the method we use with most of those older tried horses. Do as much as we can with them to get as fit as we can at the farm. Take them for a couple of jump outs and then uh, go to the races. It's almost like a kid who's lived in a unit the whole time. Just take him out in the country and say, here, enjoy life and have some fun. Get back to enjoying it. Yeah, he, he seems to be enjoying the country life. It's a, a total experiment. He, he may well have uh, lost his, his zest for it. Uh, altogether, but he, his work's been pretty good and his last trial at Horsham there uh, just before Christmas uh, was also fairly good, so uh, he's on track uh, to be to running to the best that we can get him um, if it's not this run, then, then in, into the next couple. Of course, the jump season is coming and he does profile for a, mm. as a horse that, that might appreciate uh, some obstacles in front of him. You've also got Venting nominated for the Cup on Sunday. Andrew, will he go there as well? Uh, won't go there. I think he needs a big track. Now, he was a Northern Territory derby winner as a three-year-old there uh, in the winter, and he ran in the Darwin Cup off the back of that, that three-year-old derby win, and he, he ran credibly in the Cup. Uh, I'd say he's probably a, a, a 58 rater here in Victoria, so he's had a couple of spins around uh, for us over the last uh, four or five weeks, and his rating's coming down a little bit. Uh, but I think if you see him in a 58, 2000 or... 58-2200 in the next three weeks. He's going to be very hard to beat. Now, given he's had a crack at Darwin and he liked it, is there a chance you'd head back up there with him this year? I would uh, I would say that uh, the Cup would be his focus, but he's probably not going to be rated high enough mm. to get to the Cup. We'd have to win a couple of races between uh, between here and there. There may well be something else on, on the program for him, uh, but whether that justifies calling him all the way up there, 
uh, for just one of the, the, the benchmark races. Um, I'm not sure just yet, but uh, I just want to win a race with him over a bit of ground here in Victoria before we look at, at that. And uh, he was a really good run last start at Saw. Although he finished uh, you know, in the back half of the field, he, he got right out of his ground and was hitting the line strongly like you want to see a horse looking uh, for more ground do so. Uh, so he'll be, he won't be too far off the mark over a bit of a ground in the next couple of weeks. Have you been to a cup carnival in Darwin, Andrew? Yet to go. No, my my my, my mates and, and partners, are headed by Rowan McDonald here at the farm, mm. they uh, they're, they're pretty big on that time of year. They go up there for a couple of weeks, and I'll give Rowan a lot of credit. He he found vending in an English digital sale this time last year, and he said, "I'm going to win the." Um, the Northern Territory Derby with this place. Hey, and I said, Oh yeah, whatever, mate. You know, good good you know, not whatever, but you know, I said, Okay, whatever, we'll we'll get him fit. So we did eight weeks here at the farm and we sent him up to Kerry Petrich. She spun him around at Alice Springs and uh, third up, well you know, we won the, the derby <laughs> worth hundred and thirty odd grand. Yeah. It's good prize money up there. Yeah, so he uh, Rowan's on the job again. He's uh He's going through the, the English digital uh, online sales at the moment. So he, he's one from one with his, his uh, escapade to Darwin for the derby. So we'll see how good a judge he is or whether he just got lucky. But uh, he's, he's, he's going to front up again and, and try and find another derby horse. Andrew, give us a bit of a, a look behind the curtains. With so many runners and uh, all over the state, really, when it is time for, for weights and acceptances, what is the process? How do you go about it in, in selecting uh, the right race for the right horse for those that, that aren't aware of the process? Yeah, so I uh, always do my try and, try and do their planning a couple of weeks in advance in regards to races. As soon as uh, one horse runs, pretty much the next morning you get up and plan its next target. Uh, so I'll do, do the nominations a couple of times a week. Uh, we're very fortunate that we can watch the progressive acceptances. So what that means is that uh, everybody noms. Once noms close, then you accept, and you've got a couple of days before the acceptances close. But as trainers online, you can see uh, who is likely going to which race because uh, you can see how many horses are, are accepted and what jockeys are on. So uh, that's a really good t- uh, tool to uh, deciding as to where you go. Of course, uh, the barrier drawer is always the tricky one. Um, you never know that until after acceptances. But uh, with, with with these numbers, um, we just sort of um, accept to the most suitable race that we can. And uh, sometimes you have to um, uh, you have to nominate in in more than one race because uh, we've got horses that are in that category around that 58 area, and they of course can get balloted out. So therefore, you need to um, need to nominate a few different places in order to gain a run. Of course, there's are going to be a bit of a debate coming up in regards to the uh, the, the acceptance fee, which uh, where that trial period is currently running at the moment, as opposed to the free nomination. Um, I, for one, as a trainer, with where we've got sixty odd horses uh, that are in up and running at the moment, I'm, I'm all for uh, uh, the free nominations and keeping it as it is at the moment. But um, that'll all be worked out in the next couple of months, I'm sure. Uh, but, yeah, this time of year we're certainly uh, very busy and we're carting them all over the countryside. We we, no. we venture over into South Australia, uh, Penola, Narricourt, Bordertown, places like that, uh, also through you know, Western Victoria and we'll have one at Flemington tomorrow night. Now, I've got to ask you about a flying steed called Pummel. Yeah, well, it's all happening. My, my, my man in... Uh, in King Island, or on King Island, Mr. Taylor, our trainer, he's a bit of a legend uh, around those parts. He'd want to be very good in order to uh, get Pummel to lift for the Mount Miners Rest Cup 
this coming Saturday. He's had a well, he, a good preparation in the regard that he's almost improving every time. And his last run was the best of the lot. Yeah. He finished third. Uh, yeah, only beaten a length. So well, he, got uh, beat, thought, he got beaten thirteen lengths to start before. So he's improved twelve. That's right. So, you know, he's certainly on the way up. I saw a market come out yesterday and we're a $15 outsider. So um, I might be hitting the trainer up for a few tips if he can get this place across the line. So I'm tipping Pummel's not going to be one of your uh, your best of the weekend for us, Andrew. I don't think it'll be the best ever in anything. But, um, <laughs> but we'll, you never know. My old theory is he's by Mongolian Khan and you can never never sack a horse until you get him over a bit of ground. So who knows? He might even make a jumper somewhere one day. Hey, how much fun have you guys had doing this thing with King Island? You've saved the race club basically by helping them out with the horses. But how much fun have you had? And it's going to be a great uh, going to be a great weekend. Uh, we've got a, a really good uh, crew of people there. There's forty odd that are heading over. Each trainer took uh, five or six people each. Of course, uh, Bruce McElhaney yes. jumped on board. <laughs> and I think this uh, weekend is really going to gain momentum uh, over the coming years. Uh, all, all the credit's got to go to Henry Dwyer. We were all just uh, just shooting the breeze, having a chat over a beer one day, and, and Henry really grabbed hold of it and developed it. So he's been the driving force behind it all. Uh, we've jumped on for the ride. Our, our clients uh, are really getting interested, and... Uh, time again, uh, had we have uh, the, with the momentum it's gained, had we have uh, sold uh, the six seats uh, that each trainer was allocated, we we could have almost done that threefold. So, if it all goes to plan, I expect next year it's going to be one of those sought after, after trips. It's going to be. I reckon it's going to turn into another Darwin. It'll take years, but it'll turn into another Darwin type thing. It'll be on the bucket list. Well, we'll be there having a good time. I think we're all strapping each horse, each trainer. So. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they breath test the strappers, but <laughs> I don't really care. I'm there for a good weekend. Andrew, good on you, mate. Good luck. <laughs> that's what racing's all about, isn't it? Getting and having a, having a damn good time and enjoying it. Oh, that's what it's about. These these country carnivals and and Great Westerns a, a perfect example. Camper down as well this weekend. Uh, the, the the once once a year meetings, the communities come together. Hopefully the weather uh, stays on side and um, at Great Western they can have a, a bit more luck as opposed to the meeting last year where they had to close it down. But um, it's really good for the communities and, and we'll continue to support the country racing as much as we can. Good on you, Andrew. Good luck over the weekend and may pummel fly. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew well Bobbitt. said, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, and yep. that's what it's about. They've gone over there and they're just going to go and have a ton of fun. Yep. And... Uh, uh, people, I tell you what, if you've never been there, King Island is magnificent. I was lucky enough to go there a couple of years ago and call the Boxing Day meeting for them. It's just brilliant. And put it on your bucket list. You get over there, you'll have an absolutely wonderful time. Now, you found Matt Ivel. I have. So Matt Ivel uh, is a trainer. Then I don't believe we'll find out off Matt. We're going to have a chat to him very shortly how long he's actually been training. But it's not all that long. But uh, he did take out the Merton Cup uh, a few weeks back. So interested to find out a little bit more about Matt. He's with us now. How are you, Matt? Yeah, good, thank you. That's good. Thanks, now, good. how many winners have you trained? Because you got the Merton Cup there on New Year's Day. Yeah, I've uh, won two picnic races now in my short career. So uh, Merton Cup was by far the highlight of it so far. So talk to us a bit about your background, Matt. Um, you know, why the reason for becoming a trainer? How did you get involved in the industry? And, um, and what, you know, why, I guess, did you take that, that jump? Uh, I'm the third-generation horse 
And uh, or woman. Uh, my grandmother had a start up in uh, Wangaratta for many years, uh, breeding horses and stuff. Uh, my father's broken in horses for many years uh, here in Yarra. Um, and I worked for Lindsay Park and that for the last sort of 10 years, um, doing a bit of the trade. Uh, and thought I might go out and get my own licence. We've got a couple hundred acres here in uh, Yarra, just on the Sevens Creek. So I play around with a couple there. Doing my days, so it's been fun. Now, Matt, when you said you worked at Lindsay Park, what uh, sort of work did you do there? Uh, a bit of everything, not much riding, but mm. uh, groundwork, working on the treadmills, teaching horses, uh, to swim, going water walkers, go to races, all that racing stuff. Now, where where have you sourced your horses from? The company you've got? Uh, one we bred ourselves is my uh, fiance's uh, little pet, so. We play around with Unanchored. Um, the other one, uh, a couple of boys gave me, uh, we um, contacted them through Gary uh, up in Tilmore, and uh, that horse is, was really uh, the benchmark horse at the moment, Montalbano. Uh, he won the cup. So, uh, yeah, and I've got uh, one other I bought on the online auction uh, for Breaker, which I'm excited to see what she brings this crap. Now, she had a run back in September, and she's been tipped out since then. Uh, yes, yep. So she's just about to trial in the next couple of weeks, um, and I'm pretty excited by her. Um, I think she's she might get me my first professional win if everything keeps going to plan. It's exciting stuff. Uh, Montebello, um, can you make it two cup wins in succession? Uh, I, think, I think so. He's topped the 70 kilos, which is a bit of a concern, but um, he's drawn a better barrier for once, which is going to help. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's really come of life of late. We've had a fair bit of trouble with the floods and getting gallops, and it was a, prep was going nowhere there for a bit, but we've got a bit of consistency with weather and gallops and getting races into him, and he's finally started to come good for me. So I think everything going to plan, and he tops for 70 kilos. He'll uh, give the A-Cup a good show. Now, Matt, you've played around the gear a bit with uh, winkers on and off and a, the nose band off, and you put the visors on the other day. That's going to make a difference? Yeah, yeah, sparked him right up. He galloped in them on the Tuesday going into the Merton Cup, and he had his ears pricked and really woke him up. So, um, yeah, I didn't want to go with the blinkers. I thought he might have been just a bit too hard with that, but the uh, visors seem to have really sparked him up. Well, I suppose those old horses, you've got to play around with the gear sometimes, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, you've got to play, you to play a few games with me. <laughs> be a bit of uh, hard work on the ground sometimes. But, um, yeah, brightening right up. So I'm looking forward to what he produces uh, this coming Saturday. They are a terrific day, aren't they? The picnic meetings, and um, I'm sure the celebrations would have been um, right up there after the Merton yeah. Cup victory. But uh, they're just a, a fantastic family day out, the picnic cups. Yeah, it's really good. I've got a little girl, she's four, she comes along with me and she gets her face painted and, yeah, no, Merton put on a really good day. I think with the Eildon being full too this year, there's a lot of people holidaying up there, it was a huge crowd, so I think the club are pretty happy with how the day went um, and we definitely were, it might have been a lot of prize money, but uh, time on the Merton Cup, a uh, really exciting day for us. Well, good on you, Matt, congratulations. Let's hope you can get another cup for the medal piece after the weekend. Wish you all the best, Matt. Thank you, guys. Thanks for um, thanks for having me.
terrific. Matt Ival there, and he's got Montalbano in the Yay Cup this weekend. Now, Nikita, country racing, what caught your eye over the last week? Yeah, well, mine's actually, um, it was a real-life situation, this, mm-hmm. uh, this what caught my eye. Uh, I went up to Mildura on Tuesday, Wednesday, and um, they've been heavily impacted by the recent flooding, yeah. and I think it can be a bit of a case of it's forgotten about because it's out not sight, here and out of it's mind. out of sight and it's all gone down and back to normality essentially down here um you know and around melbourne but up there they've had water there for for weeks and mm. the center of the track still has um fish in it and and water wow and um there'll be a piece up on country racing victoria's um social media today a little bit later this afternoon with photos and videos that i took while i was up there and it's just extraordinary the amount of damage all their rooms Mm. their entire grounds have just had water sitting in it for weeks and they've got a massive job ahead of them to rebuild so um obviously yeah thinking of mildura the community even you know around the town Mm. there's there's still plenty of um water that the river is still closed um so no doubt it would affect their travel makers and uh they're a very touristy town this time of the year as well so um thinking of the club they've got a huge job to rebuild that um hopefully now they can get started on that and um you know the the best case scenario for them is they're racing for their 100th cup um this year but um they're just going to assess things in april and see how the track is and how all the surrounding areas are but um yeah just uh, that's what caught my eye because it was uh they have been heavily heavily impacted by uh by all the flooding up there and the track and so forth being out of water for so long it just all dies off the grass it's going to be a real battle for them yeah so a lot of work plans are in place and a lot Mm. of work has to be done um on that but obviously we've got some of the the best in the business working on that and uh working out a plan of attack of how um, they will they'll fix the track up, and uh, there's no doubt they'll they'll get there. But there's just a hell of a lot of work uh, to yeah. do in the meantime. Well, what caught my eye was the young man who caught my eye about a month ago, Ryan Houston. Yes, and I saw him on Sunday when on Red Stiletto at Maui, and he travelled five hours from uh, Horsham to Maui to get the ride. He had a couple of rides. And he rode it like an absolute champion. He's still got, I don't know whether he's got rid of the four kilo claim yet. Have to be close. If got not, to be very yeah. close to it. But um, he's, he rides sensibly and doesn't panic. And that's what I liked. I remember seeing win one, I think it was at Warnable. And he came from well back in the field, worked his way around. And I looked and thought, a lot of it, because when you're sitting in the studio watching races all the time, you look and think, you've gone too soon. Yeah, here we are. We're all armchair experts, of course. <laughs> but you'll often watch younger apprentices and think, oh, gee, you might. And then they try to win the race before the turn. Whereas the older, wiser heads wait, and you'll see them wait and balance up, get the horse balanced. And this young fellow's riding beyond his years. So and I for, wish him all the best. And for someone, uh, well, Cosy, and for someone who didn't grow up around horses either, literally yeah. he walked into Paul Pruska's uh, stable and said, can I have a job? And started mucking out boxes. And that's how it um, how it all started for Ryan. So um, didn't grow up around horses or with a horse background, no family involvement and uh, kicking goals as a jockey. Yeah, well, he's ridden at least four. So he's probably well on his way to getting rid of, that, uh, getting rid of the four kilo claim so good luck to him absolutely nikita great to catch up have a good weekend and you're off to great great western Western. you'll love it i'll be camping there for the weekend so can't wait i've heard very good things so the swag is packed and uh, i'll be (laughs) off there tomorrow for the for the weekend so can't wait now just be careful if you light a little campfire you know what happens out great western when you get a fire yes there'll be no fire i don't think think (laughs) good on you nikita have a great week thanks john nikita ross country racing victoria